Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in. This is Coach B, and I'm here with Coach McProjay. How you doing, Coach? Good. Yeah. Well, congrats on the two seed in the uh, peanut playoffs. Um, it's a great honor. Going undefeated is always awesome. But now, now the real challenge begins because, you know, every game's just – I mean, the games in the PNTT are a battle, but once you get into the playoffs, it's really a battle. You know these teams are the elite of the elite. And it's tough to uh, it's tough to prove that you're the best out of them. So, um, cool. Uh, I just figured we'd go through some of these games and talk about them. So, I kind of want to start with this Albuquerque versus Bloomington game. Um, Bloomington, you know they they're a really interesting team. Um, Coach RDE brought in a great class. He got Gianni Booker, and he kind of added him to that um, a team that already had a lot of talent. But just having a guy that is um, a go-to scorer um, and uh, a guy that, you know, you're going to let him – he's got the green light. That just makes everything easier um, for everybody else. No one else feels like, okay, I have to, like, carry the team or anything like that. It's just like, okay. When I get the ball, I can shoot if I'm open. If not, you know, I'll keep moving. Um, I think that's just been huge for them. They did lose today to Eugene by six. Um, and they've had a little struggles, like, with close games overall. But, I mean, this is a really solid team. I'm excited to see how they do in, in this game against Albuquerque. No, I really like his team. His center is getting 11 rebounds, 7 assists, and 4.3 blocks per 30 doing combined with exhibition. And his shooting guard, freshman, like you were saying, scores really well. And his point guard's been playing great. So I like this team a lot. Yeah. Um, and then they're going up against Albuquerque. Albuquerque, uh, you know, we knew they'd be solid with Hunter Morris coming back. He put Luke Thompson into the starting lineup, and he seems to be doing all right, you know, just for – um, the first few games, and then Lance Jackson as well, um, who was starting at shooting guard last year for them. Um, it doesn't seem like missing uh, – I mean, Cameron Jameson such a big uh, part of their offense, but it seems like Luke Thompson's kind of taken that scoring load upon himself, and then, you know, you got more of the defending big men. Um, how do you feel like this team matches up against, like, a Bloomington? It's interesting to see – Senior point guard and then the freshman shooting guard on both teams, mm-hmm. but I really I f- feel like Bloomington has to have the advantage because Albuquerque's power forward and center just really not been doing it so far. Yeah, yeah, and I really like Freddie Liner. I mean, this guy's like a defensive savant who passes. He might not be the best rebounder, but he's seven foot one, so it's like. Um, He's doing. He's gonna be fine there. But four blocks, six point five assists. That's that's fun to have right there. Um, Albuquerque, you know, it's tough to bet against a senior point guard. That's your team leader. Um, obviously, Bloomington has that senior point guard too, but it's just a little different. It's like that's not their go-to guy. It's it's Gianni Booker. That's their guy. So I feel like they're relying on different different things, but. Yeah, I think I like Bloomington a little bit more. I think they have a little more star power. Um, I mean, Evan McCulty has had a really great tournament for the most part, you know, shooting 54.8% true shooting, 7.5 assists, only 2.2 turnovers. Um, And Hunter Morris, I mean, two steals, he's going to make life really hard for him. So I love these matchups. I think Luke Thompson's going to have his hands full, though. Yeah, I mean, it's probably will come down to that matchup, how well Luke Thompson can defend Johnny Brooker. Yeah, and then the winner of that game um, is going to get Shreveport, and Shreveport just kind of ran through, like, a hot knife through butter. Um, they didn't have a tough schedule, I don't think. Um, they did play Twin Falls, who started out 3-0. and They did beat Waterloo. Um I think they're a solid team, uh, but Twin Falls kind of fell apart with a very tough schedule in the back half of their uh, of their tournament. Um, but 
and they only beat them by three, so that was a close game. Um, San Jose is a solid team. They got some solid players on their team with Blaze Redwine and Amphi and Ellie Tolliver, but this Shreveport team, they were really good last year, very defensive, and they brought in Cody Cody Harvey into the starting lineup, and he seems like he's really adjusted pretty well, scoring 22 points on 62.4% true shooting, 8.2 rebounds from the small forward position. Um, I mean, this team, really, it seems, it's kind of interesting because, um, you know, they they bring back a team that went to the Sweet 16 last year. They're hoping for more this year. Um, I mean, this team's, this team's really good, but for any team that, I mean, for if you're going to say that a team from the PNTT um, hasn't been tested, I'd, I'd say this is a prime example. Um, just I don't think their schedule is up to snuff with what a normal P- PNTT, a peanut schedule is for other teams. Yeah, I think the one thing I noticed just looking at their lineup is, what do you think if they switched Harvey and Saunders? Because like, Saunders does everything you want out of a small forward, but he's doing it power forward, and Harvey, I feel like, could play power forward. So, I don't know. That was just a thought. Not really on topic, but... I mean, they could. Um, I think I think Corbin Saunders had a lot of success at power forward last year. Yeah, he- I was just thinking the assists and the turnover. Sometimes players don't play as well at small forward as they do at power forward. Like, you know, they have a certain position I think that they're best at. I'm not sure if that's the case with Saunders. Maybe he has played him at small forward in the past. Um, But it's hard to argue with the results right now. (laughs) Yeah, I was just wondering. Um, But if you look at their last season, they were finished ranked number fifth with a number 28 strength of schedule at 22-2. and So I feel like... They returned a lot of that, and they're pretty solid. So, I will say <clears throat> it's kind of interesting because this is only Coach Craig's uh, second PNTT. And, you know, a lot of teams, I mean, it's one thing to make it here, but then actually winning in an opportunity like this, it can be hard. It can be brutal. Like, the lights can, the lights can be a little bright, and you can get a little nerves, you know. Um, they've they've performed on the NTT level, and they ma- they did make the Sweet Sixteen, beating. I mean, they beat us in the round of thirty two. But um, this is still a team. I mean, they're as talented as any team. They're probably, you know, right up there with um, Louisville, Ann Arbor as like the most. I mean, you guys like it's the most talented teams out there. But the question is, can they perform when the lights are brightest? So um, I'm excited to see how it plays out, if they play Bloomington, if they play Albuquerque, I think that'd be a great, great matchup. Um, I'd be excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, they're ranked 7th, or mm-hmm. sorry, 8th, 8th. And interesting, Bloomington's ranked 4th, class rankings. Yeah, Bloomington's got a lot of talent. He's, yeah. I mean, and it, this is, seems like the first year that he's kind of really put it all together. Yeah, interesting. So, Watch that. Um, moving down the bracket... Um, we have Wooster playing Salt Lake City. Now, these two played um, in the regular season, and uh, Wooster got the better of them. Um, so they, they played in uh, the uh, out-of-conference second game, and Wooster beat them by 11 um, in that game. Uh, Evan Trask did not have a good game. He went 3 for 10. Uh, he put Koski as a shooting guard there. Um but it's not like Damon Glass didn't have a great game, and Piantowski didn't have a great game either. But I, I guess the difference was um, the three-pointers in that game with uh, the Italian Mafia hitting 12 out of 29. And, um, I mean, at, at, at that point, it's just a math game, right? It's just a numbers game. It's like, okay, you get this many shots. Up. If you hit 41% of your threes, like, you're going to be really tough to beat. And... Uh, yeah, they kind of proved that, beat them by 11 um, pretty handedly in that game. So uh, um, what do you think about the rematch here? Interesting. Do you think Salt Lake keeps at shooting guard for the rematch? Or he has been playing point guard for most of the season. Do you think yeah. he's in there? 
I would assume that he changes something. Um, I think he might. I think there's a good chance he flips Hutchinson and Trask because um, Trask didn't do well against Gold. Um, maybe put him up against a freshman. Maybe he'll do better, um, even though Piantowski's like a stud. Uh, and I could see him flipping that too. I, I would I would assume that Coach Bills looks at this game and he's like, I'm not going to let that happen again. Like, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down doing something different because, like – Whatever that was, it didn't work, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but these are two great teams. I mean, Salt Lake City, that was their one loss, and they beat some good teams. They beat um, an Englewood team that's gotten a little better. They beat Hershey, his dad. Um, yeah, and then Wooster. Wooster had that one loss to Glendale, um, but they beat Salt Lake City. They beat Blacksburg today. Um, those are some good wins. They beat Lansing. Uh, by 27, that's a huge win right there. Aurora, who's in the PN, uh, I think, did they make the playoffs? I could be wrong. No, they didn't because they had a tough exhibition. But <coughs> still, um, yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, any other thoughts on that matchup? Not really. I think it just comes down to adjustments and can. Salt Lake City find a way to change up the lineup, or can work. How do you say that team, Wooster? Wooster, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like Worcestershire or something. I don't know, but Wooster keep doing what they've been, what they did last time. So I don't know. Yeah. So the next game would be um, my team, the Nashville Sir, up against uh, the Blacksburg against Blacksburg uh, Bandits. Um. Two teams with a lot of history in the PNTT. Um, I think Blacksburg's a really solid team. Uh, I was just kind of doing a little bit of scouting on them. You know, they got their guards that like to shoot a lot. Um, and then they got Ian Hale, um, who is um, their center. He's, I mean, he's, put, he's a walking double-double. So they got an interesting team there. Um you know, Staten, he's he's a great defensive player, and he can score. He's a little short, so it'll be kind of interesting seeing the 6'8 guy against the 5'10 guy. I mean, my guy's got 10 inches on him, um, so that's that's quite a bit, you know. Um, that doesn't mean that um, Blevins is going to shut him down or anything. I don't know. Um, hard to say, right? Uh, but I like how my team's playing. We're playing great offensively. We're putting up 91 points per game on – um, 56% true shooting, so I love that. Um, I've kind of tried a few different things, different lineups, and I kind of settled on running some normal defense, which I'm not used to, but uh, you can't really argue with a 41-point win today. <laughs> um, I the, the thing is, though, that we've dropped some games where it's like, I don't think we should have dropped those games. Uh, Pueblo, I think we're a better team than them, and we just lost by six in overtime. We lost to Oakland by 12. Um, so I'm not sure what team shows up. I'm a little worried about consistency am- amongst my team. Um, Looks like you guys have some foul issues. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we do. Um, but I also think we're deep. Uh, you know, Mung gets a little foul trouble. Um, but McCain's just a really capable backup. If I play him there, if I move him around, you know, I've, I've tried everything, so <laughs> just trying to figure out what, what works best and uh, how to maximize this team. And um, Yeah, so I was I was pleased by the win today, but, you know, we got, I mean, we got a lot more left. Blacksburg, you know, they, um, they lost that first game to Glendale, but they beat a really solid Aurora team. They killed St. Paul, beat Oakland by two, beat Culver City by two. I mean, um, Culver City's got a solid problem. And then they lost to Wooster today by seven. Um, this is a good team. I mean, I'm worried about their guard play. Like, um, but interesting. Michael Smith's taking well combined for thirty. He's taking nineteen shots a game, making thirty five point two percent of them. Seems like he might want to spread that out a little bit more. I don't know. But it's interesting because last year, you know, he um, Smith was. Uh, 
Smith was 44%. He, they shoot a lot, but he gets to the line a lot, so that really helps him. He got to the line almost five times a game last year as a junior. Um, he, he's, he went, he's getting to the line 5.3 times per game um, and making 87.5. So, I mean, if he can get my guys into foul trouble, we might be in, we might have some trouble, you know. I think he likes to force the issue and, um, yeah, draw, draw as many fouls as he can, get to the line, hit up, and they like to shoot threes, that's for sure. Yeah. 24 threes per game. Pretty crazy. So, uh, yeah, and then the winner of that game gets Montpelier. Montpelier is a really interesting team. I like them a lot. Um, or did you have any other things to say about that matchup or anything? Or no, I think I was I was good. What do you think about Montpelier? It's like it's kind of like okay, they got one guy and then <laughs> um. Just play defense, everybody else. They have like a bunch of, they have a seven footer, a six eleven guy, six eight guy. I mean, Garvaglia is just, <sighs> guy's insane, right? Well, they're getting some bench scoring too, it looks like, if you go to per 30. And they, they play really good defense. So, yeah. They didn't play the toughest schedule. Um, you know, they like to muck it up, they like low scoring close games um they did get a big win over jefferson city by 21 they did beat rally by um 26 so that really attributed to their point differential but they're okay just keeping keeping a low scoring game like they're holding their opponents to 63.7 points per game they're only scoring 76.8 so but they're doing it efficiently 49.7 from the field 39 from three they're getting to the line 15 times a game, which is a lot for how many possessions. They don't run that many possessions a game. So I like this team. I think they have a good chance to move far. But, you know, what's going to happen when they run into that team that can shut down Garvaglia? That's that's the question, right? That's just what I wonder as you run into better and deeper teams. Like, can they yeah. just move around their lineup a little bit? Because it seems like if you stop Garvaglia or – even just hold them down to a little bit less, mm-hmm. you're going to win most games. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how they uh, see how they do. Um, th- let's look at this Eugene-Charlotte game. Um, Charlotte, I mean, their coach is a little surprised they made the NTT, the PNTT playoffs. Um, but they they've won their last they lost their first two and they won their last four games you know and today they won by uh, forty four um, which is a big deal over um, Jefferson City and that that's really what got them in it was that point differential and they didn't make it by much but um, their point differential was just enough to um, to make it in and uh, they're they're plus thirty two <laughs> they were minus twelve before this game so. I mean, hats off to them for for doing that. I mean, coach, coach, uh, yeah, coach uh, JBS Dnut um, too has to be thrilled. You got Zachary Vaness who's playing great, um, fifteen points a game on sixty one point five percent true shooting. This team's like a really efficient shooting team. They're shooting fifty six point three percent true shooting from the field, only seventy five points per game. But it looks like they're rounding into form and playing some of their best ball um, with four straight wins over four teams that, I mean, they could be I, – I wouldn't be shocked if, all, if, like, three of those teams were in the NTT. I don't think Jefferson City will make it this year, but Boise should. Reno and Oakland have decent chances. Um, even though they haven't done the best in the PNTT, those are really talented teams. Yeah, when you look at their, if you do the game filter, E3 to 3, because not counting that, the two losses, mm-hmm. the Ness has been really good, and yeah, they've had a lot more scoring from their three cards, which is interesting. You don't see a lot of teams go 6-3, 6-3, 6-5. You see a lot of people go bigger, but yeah. Scoring there, so 
You kind of got to take what you have, though, right? Yeah. Um, and then they're going up against Eugene, who's just like really, really good. Um, they're five and one. They lost to Rockford by four, but they've won their other four games, uh, five games, pretty. I mean, versus good teams, they beat Huntsville, who's in the playoffs. Macon's a solid team. Phoenix and Bloomington. Bloomington's in the playoffs. Reno, like, they they played a good schedule, and uh, here they are. Um, you got uh, Justin Blount, uh, and you got David Hart, the point guard. Um, one thing that I'm kind of surprised by, uh, I see I see Amon Curry. Um, the guy started last year. He was, he was a top recruit, like, uh, I don't know if you remember him. He's a senior now, but um, in high school, he scored 21 points a game on 60.7% true shooting. And this guy is just a stud. And he just, I don't know, he couldn't find a place for him, I guess. Um, so uh, with uh, Jalen Diaz coming in. So he moved him to the bench. And, I mean, you can't really argue with the results. They're doing better than they did last year. They got a lot of talent. And, uh yeah, um, I mean, I think they look pretty good in this first matchup. Yeah, the interesting thing, with the combined stats that I've been doing for everything is all their guys are averaging above. Lowest one is their center with 2.3 assists. That's pretty great ball movement. Yeah. Which... yeah, so 22.7 of their 34.3 um, shots made are assisted. So, or wait, I didn't combine that. So, um, we got 21.5 of their 32.3. So, um, so that's 6.6% um, of their, uh, of their, um, baskets are assisted. So that's, that's nice. How do you think, I mean, I think they move on in this one, um, how do you think they match up against Louisville? I mean, Louisville is a really tough team. Um, they did drop one game uh, to Yuma, but other than that, they've just kind of been cruising. Plus 115 point differential. Um, they had a close one versus uh, Macon, but what do you think of this uh, Louisville team? Um, and Cameron Wesley is incredible. Yeah. But... I guess you do see last year with their loss to Inglewood and then this year with losing to Yuma, they're definitely vulnerable, so. Yeah. 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 I mean, they got the talent, right? Are they the most talented team? In, they're, they're seventh. They're seventh, okay. But in the past, they have been the most talented team. I mean, they got Rifle, they got Landers. I mean, there's tons of big ties on this team. Um, Coach D.D. Daimoji, uh, I mean, he's got a great team. Um, it's kind of interesting, though, because, um, you know, he they're a little top-heavy um, with, like, St. Louis, he's not going to score. Like, you don't have to you don't have to worry about even guarding him, you know. And then you got McCory. He can shoot, and he's efficient, but um, it's kind of interesting. What? He doesn't play defense. Yeah, he doesn't play defense. Um, so that would be that's, but he's not gonna like, and he's not gonna like kill a guy on the on the offensive uh, side of the ball. So really, it's like, okay, can the team slow down Cameron Wesley? I mean, that's easier said than done. Um, I mean, this guy is a former pre- league freshman of the year, first team all all league. Um, two years ago, last year he was second team all league. Uh, they did lose to Yuma by nine, um, and in that game, he moved Wesley to shooting guard, and it just didn't work out like he was hoping. Or did he start Wesley at shooting guard, and then he? Yeah, I think he started him, and then he moved him to point guard. So, um, which he's kind of done his entire career. I think it's mostly point guard, but um, he's played a little shooting guard too his, um, throughout his career. Um, do you think, I don't know, do you think Eugene's got a shot in this one? I think they do. Um, 
Right, let me go back to Louisville stats. Uh, if you look at, I mean, it is going to be tough. David Hart does not play great defense, so he's going to be tough for him against uh, Cameron Wesley. So I feel like if you want to have a shot, you're going to have to move him. But yeah. other than that, I feel like they have good players up net, like down there starting lineup. And they're, as we were talking about, Louisville definitely has some holes like at small forward maybe and defensively at shooting guard. So I yeah. feel like they're vulnerable. And I think I would give Eugene a chance, but I think would still definitely take Louisville in this matchup. Yeah. I mean, something they could do um, is try Bennett Roberts, who had 1.6 steals uh, last year. He's not the best passer, but... Um, He's still been solid. At yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. They You really want to... You really want to take advantage of that shooting guard position that isn't the greatest defensively, I think. And it looks um, like Hart is a better scorer than Roberts too, so that switch yeah. might make sense to take advantage of this. And then also, this is played over scrimmages, which I found to not be as accurate. So I think I'm more likely to predict upsets here than I might be in the MTT. So okay, all right. Um, so. Like, looking at this side of the bracket, how do you see it playing out? Like, what do you think? Um, what do you think can make a run? Yeah. Um. So I'm going to take Bloomington. And then I think I, I might even take Bloomington against Freeport. I don't know. Yeah. They're talented. And, like, they might make a run. And then... Down at Worcester and Salt Lake City. I feel like Salt Lake City is going to win the rematch. Yeah. And then Salt Lake City or Bloomington. I don't know. I guess I'd, I'm friends with Bloomington's coach. So I guess I got to go with him. I'll take Bloomington Final yeah. Four. And then down here, Nashville and Blacksburg. I think I would definitely take you guys. And Montpelier, I feel like you guys have the pieces to match up with their shooting guards, so I think I would take you to get to the... I would be the Elite Eight of this tournament, right? And then... Yeah. Eugene, I think I would take against Charlotte, and then Louisville, so... I'd probably take Louisville against you guys. And then... Bloomington. I think I'd take Louisville against Bloomington. So, yeah. Just after I talked about how Louisville had a chance to get upset, I'm going to take them to get to the final. I mean, I think looking overall, I think, I think that that if if Louisville ended up playing Montpelier, that could be really interesting because um, I'm not sure if he could slow down Garvaglia. Um, but uh, you think they could slow down? Wesley? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're a great defensive team, so we'll see. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I, I feel like Louisville's – I don't know. I think they're just really talented. I got Louisville over Shreveport. I mean, I think they're probably at a, on a collision course. It's more chalk, but I think Louisville's really good. So I think I'm going to take Louisville to go to the finals from this side. It's so. always my problem during March Madness to make too many upsets. I mean, five seed's not that high, but they're they're not your typical five seed. So, I was just saying, like having Bloomington go to the final yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like, like the underdogs. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the right side of the bracket. I'm good for a little more time. Yeah, I have plenty of time. My dad has not told me to go to bed yet, so. Nice. <laughs> so we got Boise and Yuma. I think that's a really fun matchup um, for the right to play you guys. Uh, so Boise's a team that, you know, they struggled a little in the exhibition, losing to St. Paul, losing to Charlotte. Um, but they came back. They just haven't played that tough of a schedule. So it's really hard to, like, say who they really are. Um, 
we know Coach D. Caruso in 95 has got a solid team, but he's replacing a lot. He's trying to work Juan McKenna into the starting lineup. Juan McKenna's done pretty well for the most part, I think. Um, I really like Darius Owens playing this year as a senior. He's shooting 9.7 or he's shooting 7.8 threes per game, hitting 40% of them. Um, yeah. Uh, Kimani Newman and Tinsley. I mean, this is a very different team than last year. A lot less talented. Um, they're going up against Yuma. I think Yuma's really surprised me. They weren't a team that I was expecting to do this well um, when they started, but then they they put everyone on notice when they beat um, when they beat Louisville. It was kind of like, oh, okay. And then they lost a tough one to South Bend. They came back and beat a good Lansing team, and then won the Dairy Duel today. Um, Yuma's just got. I feel like they're on they're on a low run. Um, they decide to put uh, Corzine, the freshman, into the starting lineup, and he's doing pretty well. Um, overall, they have a couple guys that can score. They got John Lawrence down low. I like this team. Um, yeah, I like them to move on and face you guys. I think they're well-rounded, and I don't see glaring holes, except maybe Jackson defensively doesn't seem the best, but yeah, that they seem... Be solid, but let, yeah, yeah. Last year he didn't do that good either. But you know, he he hasn't shown. I mean, I mean, this guy can light it up. Just you know, scoring and um, that helps a lot. Yeah, sorry, my computers keep getting the spinning pinwheel. Um, it's also really hard for Boise to replace what they lost last year. But, Robert Martin. Um, Isaiah Beeb and Patrick Turgeon, those guys, they were elite. They were part of a 5-9 class. But you, you don't just replace that, you know. You got to – it takes time. <laughs> um, was Tinsley a big tie? I feel like I remember him. How they recruited. I don't remember. Uh, it's a long time ago. But looking at high school stats, um, probably a big tie. He looks like one of those guys that can rebound, pass, defend, you know. So yeah. – um, I think I would probably take Yuma as well. With you there. How do you feel like Yuma matches up against you guys? Um. So I'll I'll toot your horn a little bit. I mean, you guys went six and zero. Um, you beat a tough Yonkers team by twenty five. Um, you knocked Knoxville. It, Knoxville kind of got screwed here. Um. They, they're from the lower bracket, and they were 4-0 going into their game against you, and they lost by 9. Uh, uh, I think that Knoxville team's really good. Uh, I wonder if they uh, – yeah, they, they got a good uh, freshman class, and it's really helped them. I, I like what they're doing. And then you beat Culver City. I mean, you guys have just been our role. You know, you got a 166-120 class, but – Deontay Martinez, like you can tell, like he's the real deal. Averaging 13.8 rebounds per game, 7.3 blocks. I mean, this guy's, uh, I don't want to give anything away, but he's probably a shoe in for the defensive player of the tournament. <laughs> like this guy, like, sure, you lost a 33-47 class, but you can't, you can't duplicate a center like that just kind of anchoring your team down low. Um, and I'm not trying to take away anything from the, any other guys. Obviously, William Lewis is, like, a complete stud and, like, carrying you guys defensively, offensively, everything. But um, Deontay makes this work. Yeah, I think we – I feel like this is actually the best team I've ever had, even if not yeah. quite highly ranked by the Mags. So I think we're pretty solid. I feel like pretty unfortunate for Knoxville, like you were saying. They they were the closest team. Well, them and Rockford both we beat them both only by nine, and that was their one loss, and they still don't get in. Which I mean, they're in the lower pool, so who knows if they would have done the same in a different one? But it's and I've actually well, we'll see what we'll see what happens, but. Um... 
Like Oklahoma City is a team that like just accepted the invitation. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm, I know they're active, obviously, but sometimes those teams don't check their scrimmages. If if that happens, uh, I'm gonna put uh, Knoxville. If like they don't accept the scrimmage, like Car- Carbondale already sent scrimmage. If they don't accept that, I'm gonna have them uh, play Knoxville. So um, that would be the only way they would get in. Which, and I think that'd be fair, just because. Yeah, accept your scrimmages, and they kind of got like the schedule favors didn't do any favors by playing you guys. <laughs> yeah, but this wasn't this isn't supposed to be about them, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But it's okay. We can give them a little bit of time since they didn't even make the tournament. But I think we match up well against Yuma. I think if you look at his small forward; he's been playing very solid. Lewis can shut him down. I think I guess the only thing really is Martinez, all his blocks Lawrence doesn't really shoot that much so I don't know if he'll get quite the same numbers but help defense still Mm -hmm. I think Yeah, you guys got a really solid team. I mean I think the teams you would struggle with the most are teams that have uh, really great scoring guards. Um, uh, and that's just based on, like, Williams and Efren's. I don't know. I mean, I I guess last year Williams was um, getting 1.7 steals per game, uh, which is a lot. Maybe Efren's not quite as quite as good. But, um, but yeah, that might be – I mean, you're, you're down low, like, you're – um, three through five is, I think, better defenders than your guards, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Why we're recruiting guards, but yeah. Yeah. So um, let's go down. We got Joplin and Flagstaff. Uh, that scrimmage just got accepted, so we'll see how that goes. Joplin's got um, a team they lost that first game to Clemson. Might have been one where he didn't set his lineup. I'm not sure. Someone said he didn't set his lineup. So I'm not sure if it was Joplin or if it was um, somebody else. But, um, yeah, it looks like they have the same lineup. But they lost to, by two to Clemson, and then they went by another – this is another group that it was like, eh, not the toughest schedule. I think Macon's a solid team. But, you know, the teams they they played were combined um, uh, three and 15. Um, which, or in, I guess that would be in the uh, in the regular season. I I'm not gonna look through what each of those teams did in the uh, <laughs> in the exhibition, but um, yeah, that's uh, it's not great. Um, but they won their game, so and they got a solid team. I really like Jonathan Sanchez. He's stud. Seth Foster. Um, I mean, Jonathan's one of those guys where it's like, man, just shoot more. You're <laughs> You're scoring so efficiently. Hunter Farmer, he's playing really well. I mean, their their three through five is just really solid. And then you got their guards who try and play defense. They pass, you know, kind of like the double point guard type thing going down there with Bowers and Prince. Uh, it's a really good team. Um, yeah, I think I'm interested to see how they do um, once they play a little tougher competition starting with this Flagstaff team what do you think of um any thoughts on Joplin and then why don't you talk about Flagstaff a little bit not really just I don't know if I've ever seen a bigger gap between the magazines and their senior class yeah it's interesting yeah and Flagstaff Jeremy Washington looks really solid and I mean they're team for the most part well, it looks like power forward is their weakest spot you get their starter and their bench mm-hmm. they have a really good bench they have I mean, even if, like their shooting guards while forward aren't haven't been doing insane they're still solid and their center is pretty good I guess it's a deep team and then their point guard is pretty great so when you're led by a senior point guard who's a stud, you always have a chance to be good. For sure. I mean, 
you know, Kirk Watkins, the freshman, he was, he was a big time recruit, you know, um, they got him like they, they got a team. They got, they got a lot of talent on that team. Um, how, how, how do you think this game goes? What do you think? I think, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I, close. I mean, they didn't play the toughest schedule either. They beat Pueblo. They beat Honolulu, Lincoln, Ames, Hershey. They did lose to New York City by 17. I mean, I think this is both teams' first real test. Like, the first time either team's playing a PNTT playoff team. So, it'll be uh, interesting to see how that goes. Um. I, don't know. I feel like it's going to be whether Washington or Foster has a better game, which they don't match up against each other. So, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's uh, move down. We got Mesa versus Huntsville. Um, Huntsville, they're um, they lost those first two games to Eugene and Bloomington. Um, the two, uh, they lost by two to Eugene and then they lost by nine to Bloomington. These are the two teams that made the PNTT playoffs. And then they got, the schedule got easier. They played, they beat them by 25. That's a really solid win. They beat Augusta by 15. They beat Houston by nine and they beat Rockford by eight. Um, I think this team's good. Uh, they got, they got Heard Martin and Napier, Napier kind of down things and they got their big men um but what they've done so far is they've been the teams that they've been the teams that they should be and they've lost the teams that you know were tough so what happens now that they're playing a team like mesa um i think it's a really talented team heard is a stud napier i mean those two are those two are the real deal. And then Brandon Martin, the freshman, just coming in and, you know, playing with no conscience. Um, I mean, these guards, you look at these guards, they're as good as any other guards in the entire league, I feel like, uh, or one through three. What do you think? I think they're a really well-built team. Like, they all seem like they can play defense. And their guards can obviously score a ton. And the guys are rebounding and providing some – Room protection, so that's a pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, how do you? Th- I mean, yeah, how do you think the or what? And then, sorry, we'll look at um, we'll, we'll look real look at Mesa, who started off hot, um, three and zero. They beat Boston, Dearborn, Manassas. Not the toughest strength schedule. They lost a close one to. Um, Albuquerque, then they beat Corpus Christi pretty big, and then lost to Phoenix. So, um, Albuquerque, they're one of those teams that is in the uh, PNTT playoffs. Um, Phoenix is not, um, but Phoenix is, I mean, they they were um, three and three after being those, and they, they lost some tough ones to some good teams. Dearborn's a talented team. Um, I'm not sure if they've Gotten it figured out. They 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 got a lot of talent on their team though. Um, I don't know. I, I looking at their team um, as a whole. You got Anthony Mc, uh, Um They got George Longoria. Uh, those guys are are George's. Um, you know, picking up what he seven two guys should do. Eleven rebounds, getting some blocks. I like Jorge Taylor, the sophomore uh, small forward, um, too. Uh, do you think they have the horses to keep up with um, Huntsville? I think I like Huntsville in this matchup just because those three guards, and it doesn't seem like – I mean, Taylor's obviously a good defender, but it doesn't seem like Pellegrino or Mirko Dante are as good of defenders. I think yeah. those guards of Huntsville can probably carry them. And then the winner will play um, Ann Arbor. And Ann Arbor's just great. Um, You know, they've played a tough schedule. They beat Twin Falls. 
They beat Rochester by 11. They beat Albuquerque by 24. I mean, they haven't really – their only close game would have been Twin Falls that they only beat by seven and then Honolulu by three, um, which was close. But, you know, you got Jimmy Henry, you got Eric Frick, Michael Doherty. This team – this team's stacked, you know. And they're kind of funny. You know, you got three 20-point scorers, and then everyone else is just like, okay, we're – playing defense or passing, uh, doing all that kind of stuff. Um, they do it really well, the other guys. What they they do their roles. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're looking at the at last year's NTT champion. You know, they, they lost to Yonkers in the PNTT playoffs, but they won the NTT with this exact lineup, although Tristan Rice was starting for them last year. Um, Presley got a decent amount of time, too. So... But uh, but you know you you run it back and they're doing well. Um, I mean they're gonna be tough to knock off. Yeah, I think this interesting that they. I mean they're not like what you think of them like a great team, but then they have three such great players that it's like. We'll just give them the ball every time they have a score. Yeah. Yeah. Try and stop us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're going to be tough. Uh, I'm sure you're not that excited to see them on your side of the bracket. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you're going to if you're gonna win this tournament, you're probably going to have to go through Ann Arbor. That's that's kind of my my thought. <laughs> you have to be good people if you're going to win this tournament. So. Um. Next up, we got Carbondale, uh, the Eclipse. You got Jaden Burgess, the freshman, playing great. 25 points per game, 60.2% shooting, 63.1% from uh, true shooting. Uh, then you got Gareth Hopkins, who's scoring 168 on 65.5% true shooting. This team's just really efficient. They're shooting 59% true shooting. Uh, you look at their schedule, um, they beat Lancaster, uh, you know, Fremont's a solid team, Oakland. You know, you got some you got some tough games there, and then they, they did lose to New York. New York's one of those teams. They beat uh, Flagstaff. They beat uh, Carbondale. They beat some good teams. They've just, uh, um, I mean, they ran into a tough schedule overall. So, uh, but... Um, yeah, Carbondale is is good. They're going up against Oklahoma City. I kind of talked about them a little bit. It's tough to say. They haven't played really anybody. They played a – I mean, they're in the bottom group. But so far, you know, they look good. They're a really big defensive team. They rely on their defense a lot. Um, and then you got Michael Anderson, who's just going off. Um Randall Wynn's not doing too bad. He he scores 12.8. Then you got Christopher Drew. He's their their point guard who can kind of defend, score a little bit. But really, this is the Michael Anderson show. Um, and I'm kind of excited to see this Michael Anderson versus um, versus Gareth Hawkins uh, matchup. It should be should be fun. And the one interesting thing is it's tough to play against top teams with a 5'10 point guard so yeah for sure so you know that goes and then the last team and this team just has an embarrassment of riches is Daytona um you know they lost an early one to South Bend in overtime and they came back and didn't play the toughest schedule they but they beat a really good Waterloo team today by 25 points um and that's just that's just tough to you. They're they're scoring in the hundreds, pretty much every game. You got um, Kyle Dugan, Ethan Spoon, Sergio Anderson, Carlos Garluccio, Ethan Clark. And this team, this team's really good. I mean, I I have two one ones with them. They're both on the bench, um, <laughs> doing great if if you look at their pair thirties. Um, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I think I counted, um, or I I looked into it sometime. I forget when, um, but I think 
me see. I'm going to find this. They have um, four one ones on their team, a two two, two three threes, a five five. <laughs> so uh, that's um, that's eight. <laughs> Eight ties on their team at least. <laughs> so that that helps, you know, if you can win that many ties, you know, he should he should be pretty good. <laughs> you think they have any trouble with Carbondale or Oklahoma City or you think they just roll? Uh I think they And I think we're I think that sets us up for I mean, I think it's the matchup of the tournament, Ann Arbor and Daytona. That that's gonna be a great um Elite Eight game. Um, I just see what happens. Uh, Daytona has more firepower, but um, Ann Arbor has good defense, and like they have three guys that just are as good as anybody at scoring. <laughs> so I think I think it's gonna be a fun game. Really be an interesting one to watch, and hopefully see who I will end up against. But yeah. So you got yourself in the in the semis for that? I I just feel like you know, I kinda like our draw. No offense to the other teams. The draw looks pretty good for the most part. We kinda went through all of the teams and I'd say Yuma's the most tested of those teams. Um, not including you guys. Uh, and then uh, if you get back that by that I think he had the edge against Joplin or Flagstaff taking to the semis. Um, I mean, I don't know who who you got: Ann Arbor, Daytona, or DS someone else. I mean, I, I would assume it's those two. I think I would take probably Ann Arbor over Huntsville, and then Daytona over Oklahoma City, and then I think I'd take Ann Arbor. I would love to pick us, but I think Ann Arbor would beat us. So, I, Louisville, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, really tough team. I mean. I think it could easily be all three of those teams. Probably the safest pick is to pick you guys because you have an easier route than those two teams. Um, because uh, one of them's going to get to the final four. I don't know if we could be either. I mean, that'd be a good good game against those guys. Good test for. Them. Yeah, it'd be a great test to see. You know, where are you guys at? Um, so, I think I don't know. I'll probably take Daytona. I think they're just really talented. And then I think I got. Uh, Daytona taking down Louisville for the championship. I think I'll have Louisville take down Ann Arbor for the championship. So there are our picks. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Um, I mean, hopefully, you don't listen to this too late and listen to how bad and how far off we were on all our picks. But um, this is fun. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Well, we'll see you guys later. Bye.